Part two, section fourteen of the Age of Reason by Thomas Paine. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The story of Herod destroying all the children under two years old belongs altogether to the book of Matthew. Not one of the rest mentions anything about it. Had such a circumstance been true, the universality of it must have made it known to all the writers and the thing would have been too striking to have been omitted by any this writer tells us that jesus escaped this slaughter because joseph and mary were warned by an angel to flee with them into egypt but he forgot to make any provision for john who was then under two years of age john however who stayed behind fared as well as jesus who fled and therefore the story circumstantially belies itself not any two of these writers agree in reciting exactly in the same words the written inscription short as it is which they tell us was put over jesus when he was crucified and besides this mark says he was crucified at the third hour nine in the morning and john says it was the sixth hour twelve at noon note according to john the sentence was not passed till about the sixth hour noon and consequently the execution could not be till the afternoon but mark says expressly that he was crucified at the third hour nine in the morning chapter fifteen verse twenty five john chapter nineteen verse fourteen End note. the inscription is thus stated in those books matthew this is jesus the king of the jews mark the king of the jews luke this is the king of the jews john jesus of nazareth king of the jews we may infer from these circumstances trivial as they are that those writers whoever they were and in whatever time they lived were not present at the scene the only one of the men called apostles who appears to have been near the spot was peter and when he was accused of being one of jesus's followers it is said matthew chapter twenty six verse seventy four then peter began to curse and to swear saying i know not the man yet we are now called upon to believe the same peter convicted by their own account of perjury for what reason or on what authority shall we do this the accounts that are given of the circumstances that they tell us attended the crucifixion are differently related in those four books the book ascribed to matthew says there was darkness over all the land from the sixth hour unto the ninth hour that the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom that there was an earthquake that the rocks rent that the graves opened that the bodies of many of the saints that slept arose and came out of their graves after the resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many 
such is the account which this dashing writer of the book of matthew gives but in which he is not supported by the writers of the other books the writer of the book ascribed to mark in detailing the circumstances of the crucifixion makes no mention of any earthquake nor of the rocks rending nor of the graves opening nor of the dead men walking out the writer of the book of luke is silent also upon the same points and as to the writer of the book of john though he details all the circumstances of the crucifixion down to the burial of christ he says nothing about either the darkness the veil of the temple the earthquake the rocks the graves nor the dead men now if it had been true that those things had happened and if the writers of these books had lived at the time they did happen and had been the persons they are said to be namely the four men called apostles matthew mark luke and john it was not possible for them as true historians even without the aid of inspiration not to have recorded them the things supposing them to have been facts were of too much notoriety not to have been known and of too much importance not to have been told all these supposed apostles must have been witnesses of the earthquake if there had been any for it was not possible for them to have been absent from it the opening of the graves and the resurrection of the dead men and their walking about the city is of greater importance than the earthquake an earthquake is always possible and natural and proves nothing but this opening of the graves is supernatural and directly in point to their doctrine their cause and their apostleship had it been true it would have filled up whole chapters of those books and been the chosen theme and general chorus of all the writers but instead of this little and trivial things and mere prattling conversations of he said this and she said that are often tediously detailed while this most important of all had it been true is passed off in a slovenly manner by a single dash of the pen and that by one writer only and not so much as hinted at by the rest it is an easy thing to tell a lie but it is difficult to support the lie after it is told the writer of the book of matthew should have told us who the saints were that came to life again and went into the city and what became of them afterwards and who it was that saw them for he is not hardy enough to say he saw them himself whether they came out naked and all in natural buff he saints and she saints or whether they came full dressed and where they got their dresses whether they went to their former habitations and reclaimed their wives their husbands and their property and how they were received whether they entered ejectments for the recovery of their possessions or brought actions of criminal conversations against the rival interlopers whether they remained on earth 
and followed their former occupation of preaching or working or whether they died again or went back to their graves alive and buried themselves strange indeed that an army of saints should return to life and nobody know who they were nor who it was that saw them and not a word more should be said upon the subject nor these saints have anything to tell us had it been the prophets who as we are told had formerly prophesied of these things they must have had a great deal to say they could have told us everything and we should have had posthumous prophecies with notes and commentaries upon the first a little better at least than we have now had it been moses and aaron and joshua and samuel and david not an unconverted jew had remained in all jerusalem had it been john the baptist and the saints of the time then present everybody would have known them and they would have outpreached and outfamed all the other apostles but instead of this these saints are made to pop up like jonah's gourd in the night for no purpose at all but to wither in the morning thus much for this part of the story the tale of the resurrection follows that of the crucifixion and in this as well as in that the writers whoever they were disagree so much as to make it evident that none of them were there the book of matthew states that when christ was put in the sepulchre the jews applied to pilate for a watch or a guard to be placed over the sepulchre to prevent the body being stolen by the disciples and that in consequence of this request the sepulchre was made sure sealing the stone that covered the mouth and setting a watch but the other books say nothing about this application nor about the sealing nor the guard nor the watch and according to their accounts there were none matthew however follows up this part of the story of the guard or the watch with a second part that i shall notice in the conclusion as it serves to detect the fallacy of those books the book of matthew continues its account and says chapter twenty eight verse one that at the end of the sabbath as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week came mary magdalene and the other mary to see the sepulchre mark says it was sun rising and john says it was dark luke says it was mary magdalene and joanna and mary the mother of james and other women that came to the sepulchre and john states that mary magdalene came alone so well do they agree about their first evidence they all however appear to have known most about mary magdalene she was a woman of a large acquaintance and it was not an ill conjecture that she might be upon the stroll the book of matthew goes on to say verse two and behold there was a great earthquake for the angel of the lord descended from heaven 
and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it but the other books say nothing about any earthquake nor about the angel rolling back the stone and sitting upon it and according to their account there was no angel sitting there mark says the angel was within the sepulchre sitting on the right side luke says there were two and they were both standing up and john says they were both sitting down one at the head and the other at the feet matthew says that the angel that was sitting upon the stone on the outside of the sepulchre told the two marys that christ was risen and that the women went away quickly mark says that the women upon seeing the stone rolled away and wondering at it went into the sepulchre and that it was the angel that was sitting within on the right side that told them so luke says it was the two angels that were standing up and john says it was jesus christ himself that told it to mary magdalene and that she did not go into the sepulchre but only stooped down and looked in now if the writers of these four books had gone into a court of justice to prove an alibi for it is of the nature of an alibi that is here attempted to be proved namely the absence of a dead body by supernatural means and had they given their evidence in the same contradictory manner as it is here given they would have been in danger of having their ears cropped for perjury and would have justly deserved it yet this is the evidence and these are the books that have been imposed upon the world as being given by divine inspiration and as the unchangeable word of god the writer of the book of matthew after giving this account relates a story that is not to be found in any of the other books and which is the same i have just before alluded to now says he that is after the conversation the women had had with the angel sitting upon the stone behold some of the watch meaning the watch that he had said had been placed over the sepulchre came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done and when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel they gave large money unto the soldiers saying say ye that his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept and if this come to the governor's ear we will persuade him and secure you so they took the money and did as they were taught and this saying that his disciples stole him away is commonly reported among the jews until this day the expression until this day is an evidence that the book ascribed to matthew was not written by matthew and that it has been manufactured long after the times and things of which it pretends to treat for the expression implies a great length of intervening time it would be inconsistent in us to speak in this manner of anything happening in our own time to give therefore intelligible meaning to the expression 
we must suppose a lapse of some generations at least for this manner of speaking carries the mind back to ancient time the absurdity also of the story is worth noticing for it shows the writer of the book of matthew to have been an exceedingly weak and foolish man he tells a story that contradicts itself in point of possibility for though the guard if there were any might be made to say that the body was taken away while they were asleep and to give that as a reason for their not having presented it that same sleep must also have prevented their knowing how and by whom it was done and yet they are made to say that it was the disciples who did it were a man to tender his evidence of something that he should say was done and of the manner of doing it and of the person who did it while he was asleep and could know nothing of the matter such evidence could not be received it will do well enough for testament evidence but not for anything where truth is concerned end of part 2 section 14